0: So I am ridiculously excited right now. Uh, today we have a really special guest who was a student inside the coaches' University and more so than that, so proud of everything she's been through, everything she's accomplished and her consistent commitment to service. Everything from the branding to the messaging to her consistency of showing up, just injects me with more drive. And it's just a great reminder for myself of why I do what I do and why I love serving and how powerful coaches can be and really the impact one coach can make. And it's just, if if you feel like your circumstances or you have so much against you, I truly hope Monique's story inspires you. She's been through things that, that not many of us have the pleasure, I do believe it's a gift, Of going through and and Monique's energy is so, it'll infect you and she's going to share with us some of her secrets and really her keys, her nuggets to why she continues to succeed even though or even when the world can seem like it's against us or happening against us when at the end of the day it's happening for us. And we have this beautiful opportunity to overcome our obstacles, and Monique did a very beautiful job of that. So really enjoy this episode. Connect with Monique if you can. She's sure to inspire you, and at the end of the day, light up your life. Welcome to the Coach's Corner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you turn your knowledge, your gifts, and your story into an online coaching business. This podcast is and always will be free to listen to. My only ask is if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, and get automatically entered into winning $500 every single month. For more information on the giveaway or to explore all of the options we have on serving you, check out www.lucasrubix.com, and I'll see you there. Welcome back to another episode of... The Coach's Corner podcast. Today, we have a very special guest that I have no doubt will infect you, inject into you, will literally just leave you feeling a little bit brighter, a little bit happier, a little bit more motivated, a little bit more inspired than you were before you listened. Even if you're like vibing so high right now, I guarantee you, every time I see your stuff, Monique, I get, I just feel good. I'm just like, it excites me. So I'm really excited to have you on the show.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here, Lucas.
0: So cool. You, you, you have these few words. I know your your brand or your business is Her Lights Stay Lit. And then you got this like dope shine and you've got all these, like you found this cool branding that's really you. Like it, it's it's it is not manufactured, really authentic, which is completely the source of your success, I can guarantee it. That just leaves people... A little bit brighter. Where where did you come up with that? Her Lights Stay Lit. What does that mean? Her Lights Stay Lit.
1: Okay, so um, Her Lights Stay Lit, the name itself, was born before the brand. I actually was sitting thinking one day of what I wanted to be remembered by um, and how I wanted to be remembered. And I want to be remembered as the girl whose lights stayed lit. Uh, I, wanted, I thought about my daughter's what would they say about me and that's something i would want them to say her light stayed lit so uh, it kind of just stuck with me for a while i've always resonated well with light and so that that happened and then um, going into the homeless shelter and uncovering purpose is how i i bonded her light stayed lit with uh with coaching
0: so cool and i and i cannot wait to hear your story because you're a prime example of a lot of people make excuses and I'm not judging that because there were times in my life where I made excuses. Like it, we're, we're always evolving into the next level of who we're capable of. So I don't judge it, but I also wish that somebody would have been a little bit more straightforward with me and said, dude, you can keep making excuses or you can make something happen. And so I don't hesitate to offend people yeah. if I need to. And if it, if it if it wakes you up, you may not like me, but in two years, if it wakes you up, I'm totally cool with that. And, and I can't help everybody. But I think you're such a prime example of having... What most people would perceive as a lot of things against them, mm-hmm. yet still moving forward, staying enthusiastic, staying excited, staying lit, and <laughs> making shit happen. I think that's the best that's that's what describes that's you most. I, I think you're you're just always making shit happen. And I'm sure through the ups and downs and everything you've been through, and I know you were a student that coaches you, and I've seen you build this up, and especially over the last eight months, you've just been like constantly growing, constantly building. So what I'm most interested in is because we work with a lot of clients and i see people who are literally they have everything for them they have the income coming in from another job they they're living in a great little community they've got they've got a beautiful house and they fail to make it happen and they'll blame the excuses and then i see someone like you who who shouldn't be this happy compared (laughs) to like you, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be yet you've figured out how to make it work and i truly hope that what what like the, the message we can leave with people and, and what anyone including myself can pick up from this is how do we face those obstacles and make things happen. So super proud of you. Like it just makes me so excited that you've taken the call, you know, the hero's journey so to speak and, you've, and you're have and you on it and you keep moving forward and I'm sure you still have a lot of obstacles coming up.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you so, so much, Lucas. That means
0: so, a lot. So, so in terms of the story, where... Where did – and you can go as far back as you like that's in, in relation to what we're talking about here. But where did this entrepreneurial you know, spirit start fermenting or getting born? Or where did this self-belief that you possess come from? And I'm guessing it came from a pretty dark place, which now you're lighting with light. Like it's so cool that even the, the word light is your word. It's so cool.
1: Yeah, so – um, one note, I guess I'll start with is that I, I I believe when I was younger I heard my dad saying quite often like I I like fashion I like clothes I like to look good but you know I'll get to the part of why that's not important
0: yeah. but. Uh,
1: <laughs> He did plant in me early on, you're wearing somebody's stuff. Like their name is on that. You could do that. You could do that. You could do that. Mm. Every time I was fawning over something or liking something, he kept telling me, You could do that, you could do that. I never really thought about it until I actually became an entrepreneur and started digging into that kind of stuff with my name is you could do that. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. So, so cool.
1: Um, you know, that's just a side note, but honestly for me personally on my journey, um, it was going to the homeless shelter. I went to the homeless shelter in 2017 with my two daughters, uh, Mel and Mia. And speaking of Mel and Mia. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're having having a good time upstairs.
1: They are in the background, so I am a mom.
0: It's perfect, (laughs) it's amazing.
1: Um, but yes, Mel and Mia, um, they, they came with me. They were two, ages two and one, uh, when we went to the homeless shelter. And it was a very difficult time for people around me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It was difficult for people around me because they're like, oh no, Mel's going to the shelter. There's nothing we can really do about it. A lot of people in my family just were not able to help me at the time. So I, I lost my babysitter. I lost my job because I had to stay home. I lost my car, which I I had planned to stay in my car with the girl and that got repoed. So it seemed like everything was kind of happening back to back very quickly. Um, And ultimately the, the sheriff came one day and was like, Hey, you gotta go. So I'm with my two girls and about a week before that, Probably about a week and a half before that time period, the electricity got cut off. So, I mean, it was literally like (laughs) the worst upon worst things, right, that could happen uh, with two small kids. So... Probably right before the electricity got cut off in the apartment, I had stopped crying about the situation because I knew what was inevitable. I knew what was coming. There was nothing I could really do to stop it. I kind of already exhausted all options. I had asked everybody I could ask. I had tried to find work everywhere I could find work. So I had decided that this was just a part of my process. And um, instead of fighting against it, I kind of just Decided one day to just have faith that that wasn't going to be my end-all be-all like this just can't be what my life is going <laughs> to end up like there's just no way like I've already overcome so many ridiculous amount of obstacles this cannot be it so I just kind of decided to walk by faith um, and I'm really really heavy on faith I know you see mm-hmm. that on my on my mm-hmm. profile I'm really heavy on faith but it's because it works and I really do believe that God has a purpose and a plan for everyone. So that's why I knew that that wasn't the end for me. Your, so, your, re-
0: your relationship with um, God, was that always a part or was the relationship built through the hardship of being like, I need something to believe in here? Or was there always a relationship or was it accelerated through those down times? That's a good
1: question. It was, there was always in a relationship, but the relationship Definitely progressed in different stages of my life. Um, So this is a time period definitely where my faith grew. It kind of was inevitable. I had no choice but to grow my faith in that in that circumstance. Um, And like I, Mm. you know, it's just like crazy to think about that happening where I am now. To looking back, but I'm so grateful that I can always go back to that. And it brings a fresh new perspective on anything that I do in my business. It brings a fresh new perspective of staying humble. It just brings it always is going to bring something good for me, you know, to use to keep me shining and to keep me motivating people to
0: shine everyone we've had on every, every person we have on this podcast, from the hundred million dollar earners to the, to the people who are in their first year of entrepreneurship but are killing it because I, I learn from everybody and I just if someone's winning there's something I can learn, no doubt, uh, has that story where whatever their relationship with God is and, and however they see God, some call it science, some call it you know God in, in, in <laughs> different you know source and, and mother nature, their darkest moments, and I know that's true for myself as well. you you literally have nothing else to latch onto and to me that's where my relationship with my version of faith and my version of god started building and so it's it's so cool because i guess everything you go through now you're just like well like you can't go much lower than that you could but not much like
1: i had some pretty crazy things happen (laughs)
0: yeah like it's pretty that's pretty you know that's it's the embarrassment the humbling nature of it um i think it's the coolest gift And, and the way that you even see other people. So, so amazing. So you go through that. You're now building a relationship or you, you are almost forced to be like, this isn't, this is not it. This is not the end of my story. This is a chapter in my story. It's going to be a great chapter because it's going to get me on podcasts and I'm going to get to talk about inspire people. How did you start working your way out of this? What do I want to call it? This sort of the position you found yourself in with two kids and no job, and no house, and no car.
1: All right. So while in the homeless shelter, um, something in me, and I won't ever say something. I always equate it to God. I yes. always say those small voices in that to God, giving me hints, giving me clues, giving me direction um, throughout my life. So I never try to ignore that because when I have ignored it, I've ended up places I didn't need to be. So, um I decided I was going to wake up every day while I was in the shelter and look for ways to help other people. And I've always been drawn to, I won't say sob stories. Um, But I've just always been drawn to why people are doing what they're doing, why people are in the circumstance they're in, what Mm -hmm. got you there, what happened, what could you change, what what are you doing, you know? So while I was there, I thought, I'm going to dedicate my time to just being a vessel that could be used for God. I'm going to see how I can be of service here, because I'm here. So... Since I came into the situation full of faith and other people might not be in that same headspace, I'm gonna just try to use that to my advantage around here and see if I can brighten some people up make right?
0: a little change like <laughs> add a little light to the darkness. It seems like it's a theme for you here.
1: yeah, so in that process, I realized just how many opportunities would pop up each day for me to actually you know put my money where my mouth was and actually go to work helping people. Um, There was a girl there, and I'll just use this one particular story. I walked in on her, and she was ready to commit suicide there. Mm. And, um, you know, me talking to her, I literally just talked her out of committing suicide just by having a genuine conversation with her. And we're still buddies to this day. Mm. Um, And it was in those moments where purpose started, like, Getting clearer and clearer and clearer that it wasn't just by happenstance that I was there. It wasn't by happenstance that it had happened. It wasn't. Um, none of this was ever coincidence, mm-hmm. and that's how I chose to see it. It was not ever a coincidence that I ended up where I ended up, and at that time. So ultimately, I started seeing my my time there as just an awakening, you know, I, I never desired to be a coach or a business owner, but I had always been doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had always been coaching people, you know, I had always been helping people get out of their rut with a solution. So um, about a month a month and a half is the duration of time that I was in a homeless shelter with the girls, and during that time, like I said, I was able to help a lot of people. And I had already decided, in my mind, upon leaving, that's what I'm supposed to do. I just don't—I don't necessarily know how I'm going to yeah. do, that. but I know in my heart of hearts that there's no—there's no happenstance that all these ladies are always drawn to me, and I always am able to give them something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm so that is that is what happened in the shelter for me. It was definitely a time where I started to see the world truly in light. I started to really realize just how much I really had to offer with absolutely nothing to my name. And this is something that I teach the ladies that I work with now the importance of value. Um, when you're constantly adding value to yourself, when you're constantly making sure that you're full, of something that money can't buy not only are you able to pour into others but you're only going to enhance your own life that much more so yeah. I didn't have anything but I actually had so much more than the people around me and it, it definitely showed
0: I love this so if, if I'm trying to search for clues because at the end here I'm going to try and bring everything into the three biggest lessons so if there's any coaches listening who are you know in their in their journey and they're just starting or maybe even doing this a while but it's just not clicking I like to think of a lot of people are doing outside-in stuff, so trying to create a result from the outside, whereas sometimes this inside-out work, which was forced upon you in a way, a beautiful, a, a beautiful gift, is sometimes the key. So, so the one thing I, I heard you say that I think is a huge takeaway is add value to yourself, like become a person of value. Keep creating knowledge. Like books are almost free these days, yeah. but just keep learning. Keep. Keep growing because as you, the product, you are the product, grows, you're able to deliver way more value. And people take notice. You built a beautiful, amazing brand and tribe. And every time you post, there's, every time you hit post on Facebook, you make a <laughs> massive impact. You, you probably don't even know the impact you're making. And, and some people will never tell you the impact you had on them. But you're making a massive impact because clue number one sounds like you uh, owned your value. Yeah. And you knew at some point you had value and then you worked on your own value. So you kept,
1: Absolutely.
0: A, you know, your tools and skills. Sweet. So cool. So, okay. So you're in the shell. I'm just trying to visualize this because it's, yeah. I'm, I'm doing my best here. So you're in there. You're, you're super woman, or at least you probably didn't think you are, but you are in a way you're helping these women. You're developing your skills. You're taking the calling you in your soul, in your heart of hearts. I believe you said you knew this is what you want to do. You spent a month and a half there and then you started transitioning, I'm guessing, into like, okay, I can, I can build something here. My dad told me I could do that when I was a kid. I could have my name on clothing or a brand. Maybe I can do this thing. What started bubbling up next?
1: Okay, so ultimately, I got hired at my first job outside of the shelter so that was a big win like the probably my last week theres when I got the call that I got hired which is like so exciting you're Amazing. excited you're ready to go you're ready to go out into the world again yeah I uh, had a curfew there so yeah <laughs>
0: this
1: is, it was it was time
0: yeah
1: so I so I actually lived the girls and I lived in a motel. For about a month. I had gotten approved for my apartment. It was this nice little apartment, had a little little lake view. It was really exciting cool. for us. But um, again, we were living in a motel directly outside of the shelter because uh, the apartment wasn't ready yet. So I was thrilled to be in this motel. It's like a rinky dink. It's funny, a hey, perspective. I was yep. Yep.
0: Um,
1: and so each step you know, we're getting closer and closer to some more light bulb moments, which is what I call them. And I, I'll i say that again, I had the inkling that coaching is something that I saw. I started to see signs. Like I saw a lot of people doing what they were passionate about and doing what they loved online. And I'm just looking at these people. I don't know why they started coming up other than the fact that these are signs you know
0: yeah yeah. but
1: I just thought I could do that like I do that all the time I do that every day yeah (laughs) Um, I do that from from who I am you know I don't even do it for money I don't even need to do it for money I would just love to reach more people yeah so uh, I just started seeing this more and more (laughs) And I never really, I didn't think too deeply about it. I just kept thinking, well, this is cool that people are doing this
0: for their life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) For their livelihood and just, you know, this is their career. Um, So, my first goal, to be honest, outside of the shelter was I really want to write a book because books are life for me. I love books since childhood. I used to, like, I had a whole, like, award. I used to, I I love books, okay? It was like it was a huge thing for me growing yeah. up. I wanted books for like my birthday. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cool. So, that explains a lot, too. Um,
1: you know, I've always been big on taking in knowledge, uh, big on developing myself, big on not staying stuck. And I I understand that is also due to the environment that I was in. My dad loves books. Now, aside from that, the flip side of that is my childhood was like up and down, very dark moments in my childhood. My dad did crack cocaine at one point. My mother, I I saw my mother depressed um, and didn't know what that looked like until I went through my own postpartum depression for the first time. So, so many things happened that were very dark in my childhood, but some light moments that I referred to was my dad loved to read and I have that same passion. And so I'm so thankful for that um, because it ultimately led me to add value to myself, which is obviously how I'm able to begin adding value to other people. So I, I wanted to write a book. I wanted to write a book because books helped me. <laughs> so I thought if somebody gets a hold of this book, maybe I can help them. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was my original plan, honestly, was I just want to be a really great published author. And um, upon taking the steps to try to become self-published and do all of that, I just kept seeing a lot of stuff about coaching. Yeah, (laughs) cool. uh, So honestly, I can't pinpoint exactly when. Uh, The day came where I was like, I'm going to pursue coaching. I think just along the journey of me deciding I don't want to do anything average anymore. I don't want to do a job anymore. I don't want to just live my life um, to work for a paycheck, provide a a regular life and die. I want to make an impact and I want to do that to the greatest capacity.
0: Yeah, so cool, so cool. Uh, I, I think I'm just trying to unpack... I think the second clue we got as to your success, I would say, is sort of perspective. Tony has that thing where he says, if you're going to thank your parents for all the good, you better thank them for all the bad, because sometimes the gifts are within that. And I think you, you said it beautifully of your dad. Um, although he created a lot of pain and darkness for your for your mom or in the family for you, you also found a way to thank him for the good, which is these books. And so the perspective you must possess for... You know, everything that's happening to you And even this homeless shelter Like you you just knew that it's not the end So your perspective on life And the things that are happening And coming at you Or to you, we could say Is probably a really big component Of why you continue to grow and build So I've got That is standing out as number two Is the perspective you have on things is just Many don't have that perspective And they don't choose to, I guess Work on that But you have found a way to do that beautifully well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. This is perspective is huge. It's something I Uh, talk about with my clients all the time because I mean, as you can see from my own life, I was able to overcome so much through perspective, Um, how you choose to see things, how you view the circumstances around you. And um, again, I have experienced so much darkness. It yeah. is unbelievable. I, from witnessing murder, um, seeing so much happen throughout my life, I realized that this must be inherent, um, which is the whole dope thing, but I'm yeah. gonna get into that. But, um, you know, just understanding that I'm not my circumstances was a big thing for me um, throughout the journey that I've been on I'm not circumstance the circumstance happened but what can I get from this how can I look at this how can I flip this so that it's working for me and not against me um, right. and and just again seeing the world how I choose to see it and not right. how um, it's being perceived or thrown at me you know it's
0: amazing <laughs> amazing and you and you and again you live that we were talking right before of like the in my opinion, and this is something I, I try and not only preach but live as well. But the coaches who are killing it—they don't just talk about it; they live it. Yeah, it's—they're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but they live it. Like, and and they're not afraid to keep jumping into it every day and learning more. And just—they live it. I, we had a question in the group a few days ago that was, um, "How can people take me seriously? I feel like no one listens to me." And upon deeper conversation, they had a workout plan they weren't they weren't following. They had these business goals that they weren't following. They weren't doing the things that they said they were doing. And there's, there's, a, there's a frequency that's emitted when you are doing what you say you're going to do. Not perfectly, but you're living the work and people will naturally gravitate, which is probably the third thing. The third clue is it's why you're able to build a brand and people are just... They, they're, they're naturally gravitated towards your frequency, vibration, or your aura, whatever you want to call it, your energy, because you they know you live it. It's not even a question. Like... You live it as best as you can every day.
1: As best as I can, as yeah. best as
0: you can. That's so if me. if you wanted to, so so obviously we got coaches listening, different tiers of success, but chances are if, if we're listening to this, we're trying to get to the next level wherever they may be at, wherever you may be at. If if you could break down just a few of the things that really like just just made that difference that you you could just download into our brains that you know could serve that were true for you which is going to be different for everyone what would like one two or three of these little things be that stand out to you the most
1: (laughs) one thing i have constantly used in my own life and i'm i try to drill into the ladies who ever choose chooses to work with me is to make sure that they're understanding the value and the importance of mindset, right? We always hear about mindset. We see things about mindset. We read memes. <laughs> we see stuff all the time, right? And I, and sometimes it gets a little, it seems oversaturated. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're supposed to just have a good mindset. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be yeah. positive.
0: Yeah, uh, Yep. be positive. <laughs> be positive that, and, right? Yeah.
1: Um, so, I have talked to them through my, again, through my own, um, circumstances, how the value of mentality looks. Um, you can literally be, and this is an example, for instance, a lion and an elephant, right? One of them is considered the king of the jungle. And one of them is prey (laughs) to the lion. However, In the scheme of things, the elephant actually could trump the lion at any point in time, but the mentality isn't there for him to do so. The lion believes that he can take down the elephant and so it does. It's just as simple as that. If you truly believe that you can take down a situation or build a business or become a coach or leave the homeless shelter and do great things with your life, it is all gonna start in your mindset and with your mentality. (laughs) it all starts there. Okay. Um, And we hear that, you know, our altitude is definitely attributed to our attitude, right? Well, I definitely can say that is 100% true. Having a downward countenance all the time and being bogged down and being be you know beating yourself up or looking at everything dim and dark and then hoping for a bright future is never going to work. Mm. You have to make sure that your attitude and your mentality are both aiming towards the direction that you want to go.
0: Um. Keep preaching it. I love it. I love it. The world, the you world know? needs it. It's uh, that's I guess everything's coming back to this light bulb and this the light. Your word seems to be light, like you 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 gravitate towards that, but it's it's not a word you made up. It is literally. Like your DNA, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is either, honestly. Yeah. It's
0: just It's so cool.
1: A part of me, so
0: yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I think the second thing is, is our energy? Um, I would mention energy, if I'm going to say anything to anyone, because I think that people hear that word a lot as well and don't understand the magnitude of what it can create for them. I understand that my energy is constantly going to be working for me or against me every single day of my life, every Mm -hmm. single moment my energy is doing something in my favor or against me, and I have the power to shift that. So if you're going to build something, if you're going to work towards being a better person, a better mother, you know, if you want to start small, (laughs) (laughs) being a better person before you try to be, you know, this phenomenal coach or anything like that, you have to understand that everything you take into something is going to produce something back. (laughs) So... If you're going into a conversation or a situation automatically thinking this is going to suck, this is going to be bad, this is, you know, mm-hmm. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Or, you know, you start your day off with, oh, mm-hmm. it's another Monday.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh my Mm -hmm.
1: gosh, you know, I have so much stuff to do and I never have enough time. And your words the entire time are creating something for you that you are going to only, once it happens, be like, I I knew this was going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's almost a defense mechanism, isn't it? Like people are so afraid of failure that they're setting themselves up to fail so they don't look so stupid.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because people look at me and they're like, Mo, how do you stay so positive? Or how do you do this? Or, yes. There is no magic.
0: No, no. (laughs) There
1: is no secret sauce that I take in the morning. I just. No no supplements. Yeah. I've created habits. I've created habits. Uh, I've consistently added value to myself. And once something is downloaded into your subconscious, it is a part of you. Okay. You do not have to try anymore. It is now on autopilot. It is your default, uh, program. Okay. And that's something I think everyone needs to make sure they keep in mind is that if you are repetitiously doing something negative, it's going to get downloaded and ultimately produce negativity all around you. Whereas if you want more light, if you want more love, if you want a better coaching business, if you want something greater in your life, you're going to have to start downloading things like that into your life and keep them on repetition mode.
0: I love that. and Just to bring things into context for anyone listening, I just wrote down two words. is sales and content. I see so many people getting into a sales Conversation that they work so hard for, but they're already going into it like oh, I don't know, like this person. I don't think they'll pay me. Like, what if they can't afford it? And I'm like, you've already lost. And when it comes to content, well, who's gonna watch this video? Who's gonna listen to my new podcast? And the the energy and the frequency you said energy, I, I love that that you bring into your content and you bring into the sales calls before you assume that no one's gonna watch or listen, dictates the result. And I've, I can prove that all day long with solid evidence from my own life and people we work with. So I love you said this, so we got mindset. I think some people use it as a band-aid mindset, mindset, but you explained it beautifully. And energy, frequency, your state, where you're vibrating at. We can talk science and we can talk God. And I think the two are so beautifully being joined together in 2020, like as science is explaining more God and, and scientists would be like, there is a God, like there's a power beyond it. I just love where the world's going to with it as it merges together. So we got mindset, we got energy and if you had to leave one last nugget that you see other people failing or just not getting what they want they say they want it you talked about subconscious alignment a little here which is sweet they're saying they want something but they don't truly believe they can which creates misalignment what would be that yeah. third um i can't say secret sauce cuz you said there's no secrets but <laughs> the three the third uh card that you'd pull out to 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 serve to help
1: The third thing I think would definitely help you guys listening would be clarity and intent. I'll merge them. I'll say intent, having intent with what you're doing, having a purpose behind what you're doing is going to set you up for success. Before I started seeing greater engagement, greater sales, just my growth in business, I had to develop better intent. Purpose was there for me. I I knew this is what I wanted to do. I had the passion, I had the drive, I had the motivation. I was excited, but my intent and clarity wasn't always 100%. Um, So this year, my intent has been bomb. It's been through the roof. (laughs) I set intent with why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why do I wanna write this? Why do I wanna say this post? What do I wanna accomplish with this post? What kind of energy am I putting out there? What do I wanna accomplish with this lead magnet? What do I wanna accomplish with this coaching call? Having intent is going to ultimately set you up for success because you are putting it out there that you expect something back and expect something good. If you're gonna expect anything, expect something good.
0: Mm. Mm. Huge, huge mindset, energy, and intent. Be intentional. Do things. I I right, I right away think about strategic like goals. Like I have this little map that we've done up of like goals, objectives, strategy, and tactics, which and we tactics, break down like yeah. an intent, and then you know create the game plan and get car- clarity on the game plan. Which just sounds like what we're talking about here, but everything is intentional. And I guess a mother, two kids, business, I saw you dabbling in a lot of different things. So you're extremely busy. You're almost forced to be intentional. You don't have 12 hours to just waste all day. You, every minute has to be intentional. And probably when you're spending time with kids, you're probably intentional of just being there with them as well.
1: Very, very intentional. Yeah. Honestly, through this year, I have had to really hone in on my intent with my girls which uh, (laughs) as a coach um and as you set intent in your business and as you see growth in your business your time is slowly getting taken away um Mm -hmm. so i have to explain to them mommy's Mm going to go help some people and then when i come back it's time for you guys and sometimes i have to do it the opposite way and say all right guys Mm -hmm. you know you've had me all week (laughs) I'm going to actually postpone this and I'm going to spend time with my girls. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just has to be a balance. I don't try to take over the world with her life. I don't try to reach everybody. I just make sure that I am doing enough to consistently reach who I'm supposed to reach. And that number is surprisingly growing. So whenever a person thinks, oh, you know, my niche is you know, yarn or or knitting or this or that. And there's probably only ten people who will, you know, I need to I need to reach everybody. I need to make yes. sure I'm more I see people doing this. And maybe I should probably pick up this too. Yeah. Don't be picking up extra things. Make sure that you actually go out to the into your day, into your social media world for the day with intent on making sure you're reaching people who knit. I <laughs> okay.
0: That. I love that. <laughs> you yeah, will be huge.
1: surprised how many knitters are drawn to
0: you huge huge i'm just so excited by you i just i just love seeing it i just love seeing what you're doing and and the direction you're going and you say you're surprised or you're it's surprisingly large i think is the language you used i might have been off there but the amount of people you're reaching but to me it's no i like i i already see you i always see people as they are like as they could be and i already see you sold out stages massive brand because you possess that energy so i know i know um I know. Oh, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Cool. <laughs> if all good, all good. So if you are listening to this and you want to get a little bit of Monique's energy, see what she's up to, where could people find you? Where's the best place to find you?
1: Okay, so you can definitely find me at her Light Stay lit, the full words, on Instagram. Um, you can DM me with any of your questions, comments, or just say hey. And you can also find me on Facebook. Um, my business page is Her Lights Stay Lit. My personal page is my full name, Monique Yvette Moore. We'll spell it out
0: below. We'll we'll have all the links below.
1: Yeah, and so, HerLightsStayLitCoaching.com.
0: So cool. And what is the um, the next thing you're working on? Where where what's like this next? If you want to reveal it, if it's a secret, it's a secret. But what's this next? Uh, do you got do you got like a big plan? What's the next thing you're yeah. revealing into the world, or is it a secret?
1: Uh, I am actually going to be launching my Activewear line, hence why I brought up the label in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Super pumped about it because I'm merging things that I love fashion yeah. and fitness and health.
0: so' I've seen hints uh, of it. I've seen hints of it online.
1: yeah, and you
0: I believe you have a website up for it because I was doing a little a little digging, a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of stocking or a little bit of digging. So I did yeah. see that coming out. And when you mentioned early on when your dad said, your name could be on that. Your name could be on that. It seems like things are coming full circle. And I like, it's, it's actually pretty crazy. And I hope that anyone listening, like we all have obstacles and they're all big. Like your obstacle may not be in a homeless shelter, but from your perspective and from what you've experienced, I truly believe that God or the universe or science puts obstacles in our path that are, they're that specifically for us. Yes. And that are specifically made for our growth, and that perspective has made me actually enjoy the obstacles. Like I almost am thankful, because I know that Perfect. this specific one for me, is for me. It's not for anyone else, because it's it's where I need to grow. And so I, I sometimes see coaches like you'll hear Monique's story, and you'll be like, man, but that that's so amazing. Her story's so great. But whatever it is you're going through, even if you think it's small, it's it's specifically uniquely for you. And maybe, you know, you just. We just aren't the people yet to handle something bigger, but bigger obstacles will come as we're prepared for them. And I truly believe that our obstacles are gifts. So if you're listening and you're doubting that you can do this thing, I truly hope this episode was a bit of a, I'm going to call it proof or evidence that like whatever it is you're going through, if you're listening to this on a phone, like you're in the 1% when we look at the entire world, like you're doing very well. If you have a roof over your head and a bed, like you're doing really well. Nothing is impossible. And I think Monique's story is such a great testament to that, which is why I'm just so excited to hear it and just get juiced up myself about it. Like nothing's impossible. And I think you're a prime shining example of that.
1: You're dope. If you're listening, you're dope. And honestly, that is what I try to preach to anybody who happens to come across my little spot in the Facebook world, world, Instagram world, any portion of where I am online, you will see something that is going to remind you of your inherent worth. You are born with the power to make your life great and you, it's, it's your birthright. You are supposed to shine. You are supposed to walk in purpose and be great on earth. And a lot of people allow their circumstances to stop them short of reaching that. Um, they think their circumstances is a sign that they aren't good enough, is a sign that they're not worthy enough, is a sign that they're just set up for failure. But it's not if you realign the clues <laughs> They're only meant to get you closer to that destination and to that greatness. My obstacles are were rough for me, but perspective was what helped me. And just like, like you said, it doesn't matter how small or large the obstacle is, it's meant for you to get you closer to where you're supposed to go. And I, for me personally, again, The shelter um, experience taught me the importance of value, how much value I have within and how important it is to consistently grow in the value I have on the inside. And that is the shine that people see. It's not anything that has to do with what I'm physically doing, anything that I'm going to produce that looks great, it's all coming from the inside out, and that is what is gonna help any coach get to the next level in their business, is making sure that they add that value from within.
0: I love that, I have this like, it's probably not funny in the moment, but I just have this humorous, (laughs) because so many people struggle with like imposter syndrome, and they're like, well, no one's gonna, no one's gonna, but I just have this humorous image that I will literally probably share this with people to snap them out of any imposter, but there's you, in a homeless shelter with two kids and you still had the courage to say, Hey, I'm a person of value regardless. I'm in this homeless shelter, but I can still help people. And you just made it your mission to help people at a fairly, you know, disadvantage. Like most people looking at you would consider you a failure at that point. Yeah. a failure, like what is she doing helping people? Yet the gift that's inside you is not dictated by your mansion or your car. It's, it's everyone goes through ups and downs. And so I just have this humorous thing of there's you like sitting on, I don't know why, like but like, there's a whole bunch of beds, and you're just sitting there serving and helping. And to the outside world, you probably look a little crazy being like, Who yeah. are you to do this? But you just believed in yourself. You did it, and now you're here.
1: It's huge. Honestly, that's me continuously, <laughs> Lucas. Like, yeah. me waking up every day and saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to believe in myself and other people. You know, I've had plenty plenty of people around me look at me and think, What yeah, is she? A little she crazy, is. a little crazy. You think she we is? We all right? have.
0: Yep. You know? Yep. So I love that. I love that.
1: Just keep going for it. If you really truly believe you are great, you will be unstoppable. And I say that with conviction every time I say that to people. You really will be unstoppable. The only person that can stop you is you.
0: Thank you for sharing this energy and giving it to us. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: Lucas. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. So as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.